Bedlam Stories, Scroll Neen, Curl Twa. Hi, my name is Molly Ayer. Welcome to Bedlam Stories. In this episode, we're continuing the Aramith Chronicle. I wanted to give you guys some cultural context for this section so you can understand the full weight of Aramith's decision. At this time in Hamperdian culture, when a girl reached maturity, her father would give her a shawl. This was her induction into womanhood. She could legally marry and work in the village. These shawls were very expensive, and families would work for years and years to afford them for their daughters. In all likelihood, Telmata would not have even received a shawl if her father had died when she was young. This would have been very shameful to Telmata. In contrast, not only did Ranmith have his daughter later in life, he was also a leader in the community. Aramith's shawl would have been particularly glorious. In air, Aramith grew taller. Her fader gave her a gift of a lovely cloth that she may wrap around her shoulders. And she went around the town dancing and proud of the gift he gave. Her friend, Telmata, did see it and desire it and take it when Aramith closed her eyes for sleep. In the morning, she found it ripped and stained. Her knew her friend desired it, so she leave to shout and hear it confessed. In the middle of town, to Telmata, she yelled, Have you done this thing? Her friend's eyes lowered. She felt shame to be thus confronted before the people in the town, and she knew that she was wrong. Yes, Aramith, will you forgive it? Aramith knew her eyes were fire and her tongue was hot. But in wisdom, she said, I will ask my fader what I should do, for I am made angry to hear you confess the truth. Aramith turned her steps to home and yelled, Fader, what shall I do about the gift you gave? Tell Mata does wish that I forgave her. I feel rage. My friend in jealousy did ruin that gift you made mine. Can we save it, Fader? She held to him the cloth. No, daughter. That cloth is rags now. It cannot be saved. Can we replace it, Fader? No, daughter. That gift took many years of toil to get for you, my love. But Fader! Aramid felt bitter tears of anger sting her eyes. I feel anger, Fader. Tell Mata should be the one to feel this injury. Not you, nor I, for she did do the wrong. Now she should be made to toil for many years to restore what treasure you had gained for me. That is what your anger tells you is justice, daughter. Telmata has no fader, daughter. Perhaps her anger told her this was justice. Aramith was made to pause. What means that, fader? You ask me that often, child, but Telmata has never asked that of her fader, for he died before she could speak. 
Is this good or bad that she has no fader? It is bad. Until Matad did not cause this wrong, and yet she does feel this injury, how will she get justice? She cannot get justice in this life, Fader. Is there true justice in this life, daughter? No, Fader. Is there true forgiveness? Yes, Fader. But show me true forgiveness, Fader, for I know not how it goes with Telmata. What must a human do with her injury? She must tend the wound and heal. Suppose she cannot reach the wound, who will reach it for her to tend it there? Those around her that can love her, Fader. Aramith groans at the duty, for it is heavy. Like me, and me, must tend the wound there. Aramith blinked her eyes. Her anger was hot no longer, but with the last of the warmth from her tongue she speak. It is costly to me that she did rip and stain it. Forgiveness is costly. Forgiveness makes not right the wrong. It makes feel the wrong, the hurt, the wound. And over time you heal. Forgiveness makes to say, yes, I will let the wrong stop here. I will not seek my justice on you. Forgiveness is expensive. Aramith had no more anger left. Her fader made her see clearly what is true forgiveness. She went back to the middle of town, her stood before Telmata, and she declared, I do let the wrong stop here. I will not seek my justice on you. This forgiveness is expensive, but I spend it gladly on you, for you are more precious than cloth. And more advanced his will over all. He boasted, wagging his handsome jaw over crowds of people who only cheered to spare their lives. Some among them grumble. But what life have we left to save if we must cower? from taking power that every hour threaten all of our beautiful, good, and lovely things with the selfishness of power.